with Felipe Aria, Collections is the short film played at the LGBTQ plus film festival. Uh, this is a really interesting film uh, about kind of like, you can also call it like uh, a lot of stuff, <laughs> this movie, but it's about collections. It's about connections. And this is a Humber uh, college film, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. I was there last year. I got invited by um, a- Andrew Stevenson to come to your to your college last year. Is he still working there? Uh, from last I've heard, yeah. So last you heard, yeah. Are you still you you still there? Or are you graduated? Uh, I'm about to enter my last semester. Your last semester, gotcha. Oh, because you're you doing it in like September. Yeah, gotcha. And so, tell me about the process because you wrote the you uh, you directed the film. There was you had a writer and then you had a producer, so it was a whole team effort. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So the writer was Claire Lloyd. She was one of my closest friends. So there was a lot of pressure on trying to make this thing as good as possible. And my producer was Vanna Tran, who was also a really close friend. And I didn't want to disappoint. So. And if, what was your experience as a, as, a, as a director before this film? Uh, I've directed nothing like this before. I've done music videos. I've done photo shoots. I've done short films. I've also been part of the the 48 hour film challenge where you're supposed to create a, a movie in 48 hours, script, scenes, editing, all of that. But um, a movie like this, even though it's quite a short span compared to an actual thing, uh, I've never worked with a team like this big. It's a really illuminating experience for me. So everybody who worked on the film was from Humber College, correct? Yes. And it's a big deal for you to get selected to direct the film. So that must have made you feel good. Um, actually, when I first got um, appointed director by this faculty, I was my first reaction was I was nervous and I was very scared. And a lot of the directors around me were extremely excited, but I, I knew that it meant an immense amount of responsibility. Uh, it was nice to have all the creative freedom, but uh, it was not nice knowing um, everything could go wrong if you weren't on your best behavior, per yeah. se. Yeah, that means you you get you get all the glory, but you get all the, the you get all the blame, right? If if it doesn't go well. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's what a leader is, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody will everybody will judge. Yeah, you. I've everybody will praise you too if things go right. Yeah, I've learned that I have to like I have to put on a mean face and tell people to uh to be I I, I gotta be more strict, more strict than usual. I don't have the I don't have the time to get to know people and and tell them to do things nicely. Sometimes when you're on set and you need something and there's like you're a couple scenes behind or you need to do a couple more takes, you got to you got to be more strict. You got to serve the story and the conviction is about is about making the the best film possible and not about making friends, not about making people feel good. Of course, you can make you can make friends. I'm pretty sure. No, but you, you know what I'm talking. I'm talking about the priority. Yeah. It's about like. Yeah, 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 yeah. The film is number one priority, always, always. So tell me about the process. So you got so your good friend uh, had the script uh, made about uh, kind of about, about a person who's got a lot of a lot of stuff. There, obviously, it's a a metaphor for her kind of personality. She's kind of like a little bit bottled bottled up inside, and she like she's a pack rat, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, she's a she's a hoarder, yeah. and the writer it came from a from a very close place in their heart, you know. It's uh, and then they, we did a lot of research trying to figure out how these characters would be 
and how everything was going to turn out. Uh, but the writing, oh my God, there must have been like seven, eight different script drafts uh, up until shoot day. A lot of lot of script revisions. And so that it's the, it's basically a relationship between these two people, kind of in 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 one location. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we I tried to we played with the idea of maybe getting them outside or maybe having them like be in multiple locations. But the idea of it being a hoarder and everything's just so like in your face and like they're all in this one space trying to make a cohesive story out of that. And then eventually the conclusion of the um, conclusion of the film is them leaving set space. I thought it was really cool. Okay, so where did you find the two actors? Uh, we did a lot of digging around. We went on Actra, we went on a bunch of acting uh recruiting websites we hit up a couple of schools a couple of universities for student actors and we ended up with uh, mariah and tristan i believe yes and then where did then how were they to do how they were to work with uh tristan had a lot of more experience so i i felt like i was it was a lot more natural to speak with them and she's very easygoing you know and i was always very surprised if i could tell tristan I want you to be more emotional on this scene. As a director, you can't say that. My wording was different, but if I wanted it to really push them, um, she would, and it was just, she was extraordinary. And Mariah, it's actually, she's an actress, and they're also a, like a singer and a performing artist. So I, it was nice to incorporate the dancing sequence towards the end, and I, I really liked it. It was like we were trying to incorporate part of their experiences. Gotcha. And where did you find the location? The location, it's all shot in school. It's all in a studio. Oh, wow. So, yeah, because I guess relatively kind of easier to to navigate and to make a film that way, I guess, right? Yeah. Having everything in the studio really helps things. But, uh, again, it's about a hoarder and everybody on the crew. Everybody had to pitch in a little bit of furniture, a little bit of blankets, pillows, stuff like that, just to make it more, because there's a lot of items. So then, so then you basically did you and your cinematographer like how did you guys set up the shot list? Did you storyboard anything? It's like it's really done a lot, a lot of stuff on sticks. It's like a lot of tripod shots. But mm -hmm. how was your process, kind of uh, setting up, setting up the film? Uh, we did start with storyboards, and I had a general idea of the scenes I wanted. But then we realized mid uh, midway through that if I committed too much time with that, I wouldn't have enough time for the script. So then we ended up doing both the storyboards and a shot list. Uh, we did a script breakdown, and according to that, we decided what scenes we should do. And then I believe we had some spare time, and I let the cinematographer have uh, free reign for some shots. So it really gave us a lot of variety and the shots I wanted. Because like, there's like a, like a, near the end of the film, there's like a kind of like a two, three, two minute sequence of them like in a close up, mm -hmm. kind of like huddled up together. And it's mm. like, it, it works perfect. Like it's not, you're not over directing. You're not, you're just letting the actors kind of tell the story. Yeah. I, I When I told them to dance, I remember like they just kept going at it. And I, I, I told the whole crew to be quiet and they must've danced for like five minutes straight. So we just kept rolling. We just kept rolling. We kept rolling. rolling. And it was just like, it was like seeing gold being made. It was like really cool. <laughs> And uh, and so basically, you were talking about in the blog interview, but it is it is interesting, like the color grading in the film. It's got a kind of unique kind of feel to it. 
And uh, so tell me about that process, kind of like, kind of like, because you're in one location, right? So, and you got two actors, mm -hmm. it's 10 minutes long, and you mm -hmm. want to kind of give it a visual experience, I guess, right? And I think you kind of did that with the color grading. So you you were talking about the blog interview, like you kind of spent a lot of time in post working on it? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of all-nighters. Uh, coming into this, I, I had a vision already of how I wanted the color grading to be. Um, so green's my favorite color. And I also happen to be a huge fan of Wong Kar Wai films. Like it's a director in in Asia. He's really, really good. And he, I took a lot of inspiration from him. His movies, they have to, they have a lot of this like bright blue light. And a lot of the films are shot in ceramic tiles. So there's a lot of green light being born uh, throughout. And it's like, it's like muddy. But what's being shown, it's like, it's so romantic. It's so intimate. And I like the contrast of like, because greens is not commonly associated with a, with a very intimate color. So it really makes you pay attention to more things around the scene. Um, I went through a lot of iterations, but I really worked on the color grading to make sure it was, uh, was kind of dreamlike, but also kind of in reality. And in the, in the, in speaking of post, uh, the, the sound team is from Humber as well? Yes, yes. So how was that process like? Uh, we had a couple, we had a mixer, we had a dialogue uh, editor, we had uh, m &E, which is sound effects. Uh, we had um, Onset, we had um, um, an audio technician and stuff like that. We had some faculty help us out. We got a, we had a really, really big team with sound and uh, I try to pay attention to it. Uh, it's a relatively simple setup. You know, it's mostly two people. Yeah. Uh, but trying to get all effects we did a lot of folly for it and we, we really try to make it seem like it was an actual bedroom i'm really happy with how it came out yeah no it's a it's a nice design and so i'm assuming these people this is what they want to do with their lives they want to be sound sound people oh yeah there's this there's this one crew Victor, victoria Spashenka. she really wants to pursue sound and she's really 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 good whenever i need something like in pro tools or like Oh, like what does this little knob do here? Oh, can I listen to this one actor right here? She would always be there helping me out. Yeah, they, they, they did a good job. It's like, yeah, like it, I, I saw like because I, I was telling you that I went there and I saw a lot of second year films. Yours is good, <laughs> and uh, thank you, like, thank you, and, uh, and you know, without saying anything else, but basically, it's like yours. It's a good film. It's like I'm proud to see that. That you you did it. It's like it's not overcomplicated. Like you, it's like when you're especially mm -hmm. when you're directing for the first time. It's like you want to like be to be a little bit showy, right? And you kind of ruin this. Like you not ruin mm -hmm. the story, but you're kind of like you're you're you don't want that, especially in the tone of this piece. You don't want the audience to pay attention to the camera too much. They they want they want to focus on the actors. If that makes sense to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um... As the first movie I ever directed, I I did think about oh I wanted to be showy and do this, but you're you're looking at the script and you're you're looking at the characters and it's it's a serious film. You gotta you gotta take it seriously. You can't go extremely over the top. And I feel like as a first movie to go a little more simple, like get to the fundamentals better. I feel like it came out really, really nice. Sure did, and uh, so you hopefully you're proud. I am very proud. For the longest time though, I was uh. I was like, is this the best I was going to do? Is there more? But then I, I started thinking like, even though I struggled so much with making this movie, um, 
because my, my goodness, so many all-nighters. Like the amount of Monster or Red Bull I had to drink just to stay awake on set and do all this editing. Um, but I look back on it and I'm like, wow, this is this is really nice. But I, it could be way better, in my opinion. And I want to keep being better, you know? Yeah, well, that's the whole point. You, It's not going to be... I was just talking to some people today. Uh, it's very accomplished mm -hmm. uh, filmmakers. And they, they, we were, they were talking like they, they can just... They don't they don't finish the film they abandon it right like they basically like yeah. you just like you got to move on right and it's like it's not going to be exactly what you want but you have to move on then because you got to create that body of work you got to go to the next project mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like when you look in the mirror you're like your biggest critic is yourself like if i could have another like three months to keep on editing keep on i would i've taken it you know that's the whole point but then that but then at the same time it's like you got then then after the three months you would want three more months right so you just got you gotta you gotta let go exactly mm -hmm. so you're in your last year so what are you doing in your last year uh i want to expand my tool set i feel like i'm a little weak on the sound department i want to get to know the tools a little better and I want to pursue more uh, special uh, special effects. I feel like those are my weakest avenues right now. And I feel like if I ever want to be a director again, um, it'd be nice to know those things so I can direct the people doing those stuff. I don't want to be like, oh, I want it like this. I want to be specific with my wording. I want to tell people exactly what I want so they have an idea of how movies are made. Or a lot of movies I want to make, at least. I don't know. And and uh, what did you think about we send the audience to you? What did you think about the audience feedback video that we sent you? Oh, I loved it. Actually, it was it was it was the coolest thing. Uh, it was nice hearing other people's opinion and like, oh, I focus on that part like so much and like to see their appreci appreciation. Like, I focused a lot on the color grading, so a lot of people talked about it, and I was like, okay, good. They took notice. Like, my efforts not wasted, right? uh or, or like the set the science like oh we spent so much over this like and then like we we're like stressing like crazy and then like they noticed and it was it was nice it was nice to hear that that when we really tried and they noticed you know yeah exactly so what do you what's your idea when you graduate what do you what do you want to do uh i want to pursue directing obviously i feel like it's uh it's it's like the role I want to pursue. It's but it's like winning the lottery. I feel like it's an extreme. Like everybody wants to be a director. Like this is saying like everybody's a director or a writer everywhere, right? In the movie industry. But I grew up making videos. Like I know how to make music. I know how to video edit it. I know how to animate. And like being a director is a culmination of all those skills together. And that's what I want to pursue. You're from you're from Chile, correct? Yeah. So what's what's better than the southern hemisphere or the northern hemisphere? <laughs> um, the northern the northern hemisphere. There's much more opportunities there, but I feel like the people are more more friendly down there. In the southern hemisphere, and it's it's everything switches, right? It's like your the summers, uh, the winters, and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Like if it's like summer here, it's winter there. Yeah. And so you're 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 in your bio. It said that you kind of like flip back and forth from Canada to Chile during your formative years. Yeah, yeah. I was I was I was on the states too for a little bit. Um, it's really weird because before coming to Canada, I've never had to come into like I've never seen so many like different cultures and races all together. Like it was my first time seeing you know, many different ethnicities. And I'm glad I did at a very young age. It really helped me 
become who I am. I really I like the perspective I see on things. I feel like it has really shaped me. And you speak, uh, you speak. I'm assuming you speak Spanish, correct? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, that's your first language. That's my first language. Gotcha. Well, yeah, it's good to it'll serve you well. Hmm. In the, in your pursuit as a as a filmmaker, it's good to learn the like multiple languages, right? So. Yeah, like especially I was directing my not directing. I was looking for a couple actors, and then uh, I found a couple that uh, spoke Spanish. But I was like, no. You need to look for good performances, not people you're friendly with. <laughs> well, they could be both. Yeah, like as you said before, they could be both, right? So, so what about the Chile? Is there a film scene in Chile? There is a very, it's a very, it's very local, but it's very prominent. I I know there's a couple of big national films like I won festivals, and it's nice. It's nice, like it's not like non-existent. Like I would love to go back there and hopefully direct a movie. It's a really beautiful place, like with a bunch of varied landscape. Like I know one of the uh, 007 movies like were made in, um, Chile. I think it was Spectre when they were doing the, like the bad guys place. It was like, the, it was in Chile. Like the James Bond so A lot movie? of cool locations. But it's yeah. such a, like people don't know, right? Like it's such an interesting country because it's, it's like a big stick, right? On the, on the yeah, western well, side of South America, South America, right? Yeah, but it's like it's all these hidden locations. Like most people don't know that a lot of like Toronto is used for like New York shooting, you know? Sure. And stuff like. That. Where did you grow up? Like in San Diego, or? I was born in Santiago, but I grew up in uh, Valparaiso, which is by the coast side. I used to grow up uh, by the beach a lot. Yeah, and well, it seems like everybody would like. It's like obviously there's 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 hundreds of miles inland, but the way it looks on the map, it's like everybody must live on the beach and then Chile. Oh, everybody lives on the beach. It's like, it's very thin country. Like, I think it's like five hour drive to like the border on the other side. So it's just mostly up and down. So you got, okay. So it starts on top of like where Bolivia is mm-hmm. and then it ends Peru. at the bottom, right? The, yeah, we have a bottom. So people, I, I talked to somebody who went to Antarctica, uh-huh. right? On a, And they, 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 they lay at the bottom of Chile. That's where they, that's where they took the boat to go to Antarctica. Yeah, Chile has a big part of Antarctica. Like it's huge. So it's like, but you're close to the equator, up, up, like on on the north end, and then you're like near the Antarctica on the, on the south end. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, we have all types of uh, climates. Also, the Easter Island with the big stones. That's also part of Chile. So yeah, so it's like the same time zone, but it's like you know what I mean. But it's the mm. it's just like it's just such a cool country. The way like I I wonder if that's I don't know. I, I haven't done research. I'm just spitballing with you. But from like the terms of the geographical, from north to south, it must be the 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 tallest country in that regard. I guess, right? Is that you know what I'm talking I think about? it is one of the longest. Yeah, the I know what you're talking country, about. Yeah. A lot of people say it looks like a dick or like a sword. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, congratulations. It's good to see a Humber, like a local uh, Toronto area film kind of may do well and what motivated you to submit the festivals you are i'm assuming you passed you just want to get it out there get to get it seen by more people i do i do and the the feedback festival has like again feedback which is always great to hear it's always nice to hear like oh what i did well what i gotta work on so it's always nice to hear gotcha well let's talk again when you make your next film for sure i would love to
just keep, create a body of work and then then it's not a miracle anymore you'll you'll keep it you'll if you make good films yeah people will come to you that's how it works mm, i'll try my hardest i know all right man let's talk soon right. see you man one two three four five six seven eight schlemiel schlemizel hasenbeck incorporated